I want to jump over here and talk with Greg Morrissey. Greg Morrissey is a fellow Toastmaster. Uh, he uh, grew up, you grew up in Australia, right, Greg? Yes, I did. Okay, but uh, you have a great heart for the American idea. I have a great heart for the American idea coming from another country when you come from Australia and what your view of America is comes across in the press and the movies. And when you come to America to live, get to know the people, it's totally the opposite. It's so You've int- got to realize how important the country is and how important it is to the world. Well, and that's why it's so important to to stand up for this country. And one, I mean, this is a country that was founded on an idea, this idea that every individual has these rights from our creator of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And we need to protect that idea. You know, Reagan said that freedom is never more than one generation away. Each of us has to fight for it. And we are in a great battle of ideas right now in America. And one of the things that we need to do is to be able to find our voices. And Liberty Toastmasters is a way to do that. And so how has Liberty Toastmasters helped you? Liberty Toastmasters has been very important because I've had to go and grow in my confidence levels in speaking in front of people. You not to be scared, and the great thing about Liberty Toastmasters, when you get out there and do a presentation, they give you forms and they give you feedback, which is priceless. For you to get out to present your ideas, you know what was, it's not how you speak from verbally from your mouth, but also your body actions, your body language. Your body language speaks just as loud as your mouth does. Oh, I don't think a lot of people realize that. And yeah. Libby Toastmasters gives you the ability to get those two together and to make a very, very good presentation. And then oh, all the people you're involved with, the city councils and that type of stuff, get out there and make a difference. Well, and at these city council meetings or these school board meetings, uh, typically you have about three minutes uh, to speak. And so how do you think it's important? I mean, three minutes isn't very long. Although, you know, in country, in country western songs, in three minutes, you know, they can fall in love, fall out of love, you know, all kinds of different things. It can be done in three <laughs> yeah. minutes, but it really is, uh, it's a real skill to be able to do that. And we do this thing called table topics, where uh, it's basically impromptu speaking. But I found that that's been very effective when I uh, am preparing to go to, um, to make public comments at, you know, a, a hearing or at at a uh, town council meeting. Yeah, with the uh, table topics, you have to have, that has to be kind of off the cuff because you don't know what the subject matter is going to be. But when you go to the council meetings, you can do some research and realize how important and how good you can make that three, three and a half minutes be to make an impact. And, and- table, talk, table topics gives you the ability to do that because you sometimes you might get a question, and you've got to be able to handle it. Well, for sure. And now you're at Liberty Toastmasters North. We have, I, I feel like you're my good friend, although we've never really met face-to-face. We're going to have that breakfast one of these days that you offered. I'm going to take you up on that. But uh, you guys meet the second and fourth uh, Saturdays of each month, right? And where do you meet Correct. at? We meet at the uh, Republican headquarters right now. It's on the, um, right behind the, um, it's on uh, 118 and 119 and 285, with those two intersections of me, that's on the southwest corner there, behind the restaurant Goodfellas. And that's up in Longmont, right? Yes, it is. And even though you're meeting at Republican headquarters, uh, it really is, um, it's really nonpartisan, uh, from, at least from what I can tell. People uh, across the, the political sp- uh, spectrum will attend, Democrats, unaffiliated, and Republicans as well. And we don't judge each other on our ideas People speak. We, it's very respectful. And I have learned so much at Liberty Toastmasters. 
so have I. You learn to hear those different points of view, see where people are coming from, and some parts you're going to agree with, some parts you're going to disagree with. But then you've got to learn how to agree and disagree correctly, not throw each other under the bus. That's for sure. So, hey, um, Greg uh, Morsi, what's your final thought today? My final thought today is that um, everyone gets out there, gets involved in the state of Colorado, take it back to the state that it should be. Some of you, I was listening to the first part of your show there, and it's kind of scary some of the things that are being brought in there with the process of, um, to make these changes. I think Colorado could be a light to the entire nation to, make, to keep the USA one nation under God. Well, you know what, Greg Morrissey, I think the fight is right here because uh, we need to hold the line and we need to go on the offensive on this battle of ideas. Because if all of this, this I want to say nonsense, happens here in Colorado, they're going to work to export that to other states. And so we need to, to hold the line. We need to get our brains around these ideas. We need to go to Liberty Toastmasters so we know how to communicate. And it's so good to talk to you, Greg. We'll talk to you hopefully next month. Okay, yes, you will. Sounds great. And I want to move over to another friend of mine, Blake Huber. You are one of my fellow Toastmasters. How are you doing this morning? Hey, good morning, Kim. I have a bit of a cold, but I'm doing greater than that. You know what? There is something going around. (laughs) I I know four or five people, so some chicken soup's probably in order for you. Yes, I've been stocking up on the chicken soup, that's for sure. I actually caught my cold in Dayton, Ohio, when I was there for Hamvention. So I didn't get a cold from anybody here. And, of course, I like to joke that it's probably the alien seeding the clouds just making us sick. Is that what it is? Well, uh, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for bringing it back. Greatly appreciate that. But, you know, yeah, you bet. Liberty Toastmasters, uh, you, you know, I've been a member for a long time. And I continue as I'm sitting here. I think I, I have double clutches. I think I just had one. Uh, I say, um, but it has helped me immensely. And it is so important that we get our brains around these ideas. What's your thoughts on Liberty Toastmasters? Well, you know, I've, I've only been going for a year or so. And, you know, for me to call into a talk show like this before Liberty Toastmasters was terrible because it's a matter of confidence, okay? I'm fearful that, uh, uh, will I be interesting? You know, will people listen? And Liberty Toastmasters has helped me get over that. Now, you can ask me about table topics in just a moment, and I'm going I'm to address that. But in the past, in my youth, I was able to get up on stage and give voice to other people's words. Liberty Toastmasters has helped me find my voice and give my voice, my own voice, uh, to be able to to write it down, to speak it. I'm doing a poor job right now. So this I is think you're a doing great. Example. <laughs> Thank you. But, you know, giving voice to my own words is extremely important. Table topics. I love table topics. Cause, and when I first started going to Liberty Toastmasters, the first thing I did is I got up to speak on table topics because I wanted to learn when I fail, and I will fail. I'm not perfect. I wanted to learn to fail fast how to recover, and then be comfortable with the fact that I failed. I like to tell the story that one time I was on Table Topics, and I finally said, you know, I have no idea where I was going there. And I got a laugh. (laughs) I took a beat, and then I came back, and I recovered, and I was able to talk about what I wanted to talk about. And there's, you know, that is one of the things, I've thought about this a lot, is the opportunity to fail. Uh, because we learn when we yes. fail. The first time I 
uh, did table topics, I was absolutely terrified. And um, there's there's actually something healthy about learning how to fail. I've had Jim Lewis, one of my friends on, he's a mental health expert. And he had mentioned that one of the things about good mental health is flexibility. And I, I think the flexibility in, in realizing that you will fail and then get back on that horse and try again. And I think that's one of the things that we're not teaching our kids in our education system is get out there, do your best, you will fail, and then get on that horse and do it again. And that's one of the things I've learned from Table Topics. Can I tell you a couple quick stories? You know what? Let's, yeah, let's, let's do this. Let's go to break. When we come back, love to hear those stories. And then we're going to talk with Brad Beck as well. So this is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson, where we are dissecting issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left, agree or disagree. Let's have a conversation. Be sure and check out my website, AmeriChicks.com. And we are having a conversation right now with Blake Huber. He is one of my fellow Toastmasters. And, and I was thinking about it during break. Blake, you said a year ago you, uh, you'd be very concerned, very terrified to call into a talk show like this. And this is one of the things. Uh, you guys are uh, Liberty Toastmasters is one of my partners. And uh, once a month, I love to offer the opportunity for any of my fellow Toastmasters that want to call in. To, to do that, and you are taking advantage of that, and it's great to have you on the line. And so you're going to tell me a couple of stories. Yes, I am. And thanks very much for having Liberty Toastmasters and featuring them on your show. It's great. So a couple of quick stories. Uh, one of my first jobs, my boss came to me and said, why is your waste paper basket empty? And I said, well, I haven't made any mistakes. <laughs> and he said... You're not working hard enough. I want to, before the end of the day, I want to see that waste paper basket full. And so I did. I just started doing stuff that made no sense, wasn't going to work, but I tried, and I started working faster. So making mistakes and recovering from mistakes are extremely important. He also told me that Babe Ruth, the best hitter in baseball, only got to to base one out of three or four times. So you're going to make mistakes. None of us are perfect. In fact, there's a quote that I truly love. Um, we ne- may never be perfect. Only one was. But in pursuit of perfection, we may catch excellent. Oh. excellence. So I encourage everybody to come by Toastmasters. Just check it out. doesn't matter whether you're conservative or liberal. doesn't matter who you are. We never judge on the content of your speech. We only evaluate your presentation skills. And we'll be meeting this Saturday. So uh, uh, Liberty Toastmasters Denver, will be meet, they meet on the first and third Saturdays of each month. And we're meeting down at the Independence Institute. And so we will be meeting this Saturday. I'll be there. Blake, are you going to be there? Yes, ma'am. I'm actually general evaluator. All, r- all right. Well, Blake Huber, thank you so much. It's good to talk with you this morning. Thank you, Kim. Bye-bye. And we're going to talk now with Brad Beck. He is one of the, the guys that this was his idea, Liberty Toastmasters. Brad Beck, you, what you have done helping people find their voices is absolutely uh, so important here in Colorado. Well, thank you, Kim. Uh, you know, it's always a pleasure to talk about public speaking because it's such a fear of so many people. But I saw you hit a home run uh, on, I think it was Tuesday night, in my little town of Erie, Colorado, which I love. But you were one of the folks that spoke out against the uh, tyranny that was going on in our town because they would not let a Republican women's group use the community center. And you spoke out against it, and you did it within time. 
And my only criticism, I couldn't see your great-looking face because your hair <laughs> kept falling down. But other than that, it was a wonderful presentation. Well, I, hopefully you were kind of like a proud papa because you've seen my development. The first time I came to Liberty Toastmasters, I was absolutely terrified. And now the idea that I could go up and within, you, you know, you're going to have a time limit uh, of three minutes or less to, to be able to succinctly say what you want to say. And, uh, you know, you've always talked about, what is it, hook, hammer? Explain hook, that just a little bit. Hinge. Yeah, so explain Daniel that. Daniel Lamar, who is a world champion of public speaking, is a world champion of public speaking, was given a presentation once that I was fortunate enough to be at. And that was his kind of... Uh, whole schematic is template for speaking. We've always heard of tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, tell them what you told them. And what Dana said is actually think of it as a hook, a hammer, and a hinge. The hook. How are you going to funnel their attention as a listener to listen to you? Their mind is wandering. Maybe they're in, coming into an event late. So you have to bring them in to your sphere and get their attention. So you do that by either starting with a quote or an engaging question in terms of the listener. And you do it quickly, transitioning into your hammer, which is to make a point and tell a story, or tell a story and make a point. It doesn't really matter. That's from a, uh, the founder of uh, the uh, Speakers Bureau, uh, Bill Gove. And that really gets people to remember what you're talking about. People remember stories. They don't remember facts and figures. So start with the story. And then you transition into the hinge, which is your call to action. What do you want me to do once I've heard you present? And in table topics, it's a long-standing Toastmasters tradition, really intended to help our members develop their ability to organize and to think quickly on their feet. So it's impromptu, and what it does is it gives you as the speaker the opportunity to take a question you can answer it, or you can say, that's a great question. I don't know anything about it. But as long as you talk to one to two minutes and it's a good little presentation, you're able to compete in what we call table topics. And the winner of each section wins a ribbon, and you think a ribbon. My goodness, a big deal. It's very competitive in Toastmasters. And so we want to help our fellow Toastmasters, but we always compete against one another because it helps us improve. So it's a, it's a fun thing to do, but it also challenges your ability to think on your feet. Well, and, and, and a point on that is not everybody gets a ribbon, Brad. Right. <laughs> you have to actually compete. And I, I actually, I love getting a ribbon. When I win, I realize that, that as, as Blake Huber was talking about, I wasn't excellent, but I'm in that pursuit of excellence. And the speakers, my fellow Toastmasters, they're very accomplished. And so when you win a ribbon at Liberty Toastmasters, it means that you've done something well. And uh, so I'm actually, whenever I win a, win a ribbon, I actually put it on a bulletin board at home. <laughs> and you should. Uh, you know, those of us that work at it, think of it just like going to the gym. You work out at the gym, it clears your mind, it makes your body healthy. Same thing with practicing at Toastmasters. We encourage people to try things, to do things that may not work out, but you're in an environment that you get critique and evaluation that's going to make you better. And as Blake or yourself or, or uh, anybody else who practices this skill set, 
you see improvement. You go from total fear to total fabulous in a short period of time, and you do it by practicing. And we also become friends. Uh, you know, in this day and age of all this technology, this is actually people coming together, real life human beings talking to each other. And I have some amazing friendships. I had quoted Christy earlier today. Uh, she's a good friend. And uh, I think that we met at, at Liberty Toastmasters. We've become friends. And, and when we're doing things, like when I uh, did Stand for Colorado, I looked out into the uh, audience, and there were a number of my Liberty Toastmasters friends there. We support each other. But it is so important. We are in a great battle of ideas here in Colorado right now. Uh, Brad, you mentioned me coming up to Erie and making public comments. Because the town council of Erie is uh, in direct affront to the Bill of Rights, which is part of the Constitution, and that is freedom of speech and freedom of assembly. They were trying to control the speech of the Republican women of well. They said they didn't like what they were going to be saying. And then because they didn't like what they were saying, they said that you cannot use this taxpayer-funded community center. When they actually have used that center for uh, you know, uh, let people present and have petitions for things that the town council was sympathetic to, but then they were shutting down this voice. This is an important battle that is going on, and Erie has shined a light on just what is going on regarding these people that have gotten elected to city councils, town councils, and school boards. Correct, yes. I was there as well, and I have seen this over and over again. When I first moved to Erie, uh, we had maybe a little under 3,000 people, very rural. Uh, it took us, you know, 30 minutes to get to Boulder because, you know, there wasn't that many options to get there. Downtown, you had to take a little roads to get to the freeway. But I loved it because it was a, a town that you knew people and everybody waved with all five fingers, and it was beautiful. <laughs> and uh, I, I really enjoy the atmosphere. It's grown like all the, the front range. But I remember going to a town meeting where they were going to put a moratorium on energy production. And had a group of us not shown up and spoke about the importance of energy production in our community, what it brings. And the normal activists were shocked that we showed up. And what was interesting was the board, I'm, I'm assured that they were going to vote for the moratorium. But because a good 25, 30 of us showed up and voiced our opinion... Uh, diametrically opposed to the activists, we at least got them to reconsider, and they did not put the moratorium in at that time. So showing up, speaking from the heart, telling your story, and having a call to action makes a difference. You made a difference this week. A lot of folks who showed up made a difference. And I think we need to show up to our school board meetings, our town meetings, anywhere where you have elected officials. They need to hear from us, the citizens. We put them into power. They work for us. They're not elites. They should do their uh, civic service and then move on. All of us should take up that mantle. Well, and, and you mentioned the comments that I made. I was trying to think of my hook. And so I came up with three questions. I said, should the Socialist Party of Erie be able to use the community center for their meetings? I haven't uh, found those guys yet, by the way. Well, I think, I think they're... <laughs> I won't comment on that. And then I said, uh, should, uh, should people that are against affordable, reliable, and efficient energy, so the anti-frackers, should they be able to use the community center? And then my last question is, should the Republican women of Well County be able to use this community center for their meetings? And the answer to all of those is yes. 
And then uh, I went on and talked about the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the freedom of speech, the freedom of assembly. And uh, and what really helped me, Brad Beck, was the table topics that we do all the time. So thank you so much for what you've done with Liberty Toastmasters. We're going to be meeting at the Independence Institute at 10 o'clock this next Saturday. And I'm going to be there. Are you going to be able to make it? I'm going to be out of town, but my heart will be with you all, and I know you do a great job and have a great meeting. Okay, well, thanks so much, Brad Beck.